Welcome back to yet another thrilling episode of Babble Riot. I'm Elle. And I'm Lo. Your favorite podcast co-hosts. By the way, nobody's safe on this podcast. Just be warned. That's true. If you know us... You're screwed. You're fucked. Today on Babble Riot, we will be discussing green flags and men. But first, hi. Hi. How are you? Good. How are y'all? I'm so good. Good. Never better. Good. Any exciting news to tell the peeps this week? Um, sadly, after last week, a little bit of a boring week. You know, no mm. updates on Booty Call Boy. Nothing. Nothing. Not a word. He has been watching all of my Instagram stories, though, faithfully, so. That's something, at least. Yeah. Um, no, we had, like, a cute little dinner with um, one of our friends, Lauren, last night. That's true. That was fun. Yeah. What do we have? Larb? Larb. Have so you good. Have you guys ever had Larb? Let it's a <laughs> Thai, yeah. like, appetizer dish. Yeah, like a salad. Lettuce wrap. wrap sitch situation yeah it was so good though yeah it's really good she doesn't miss she's a great cook she is a really good cook shout out yeah low lar larb low larb um we also did a garage sale last weekend sure did i made bank you did i made like close to 400 dollars. it was crazy how wild is that i know it was hot as balls though Thank God for that pop-up tent. Yeah, for real. I would have passed away. Same. Low sold two really nice items for like a package deal at a very low price. I like truly am not, I wasn't ever going to wear them. I couldn't tell you how long that North Face vest has been sitting in my closet or the Patagonia. Like it was either that or give them to like Plato's closet or what's the other one? um buffalo exchange yeah or like crossroads yeah what about you did you do any any exciting news not really but i did have a few people post on their stories about hump day yes you did and about babble riot Mm -hmm. and i just love that for us i love that we have people in our lives that want to share our victories Mm -hmm. however small yes celebrate your friends yeah so that's been really nice to have, to feel like people care and mm-hmm. want to get our name out there. Um, so thank you so much if you did that. And if you didn't, we're no longer friends, but that's you're fine. You're screwed. You're literally, you're fucked. <laughs> um, also on Wednesdays, Lo, Chelsea and I, we do a wifey Wednesday dinner. And this week, Lo made... Ta- uh, like burger tacos, smashed oh, yeah. burger tacos. Mm-hmm. Oh my fucking god! So good, so good. I almost made one last night after we got home. <sighs> I didn't, but I really I thought about it long and hard. Yeah, I I would have come right on over, <laughs> circled back around. Yeah, Elle <laughs> did steal a pint of my dad's ice cream. So that's true. I did. I ate half of it. Oh, good. Definitely. Yeah, I was ask. You never updated me. Yeah, I, I definitely ate half of it. I'm not the biggest 
caramel person. Like, I like a taste of it. Yeah. But, like, after, like, a half a pint of ice cream with a lot of caramel in it, I was like, okay. I'm good. I got it. But I throw up, so. Yeah. Um, Oh, I did put out sort of, like, a PSA for all men. PSA. (laughs) Um, To stop dressing like you're perpetually at a sporting event. Yeah. Or the gym. Yeah. It's not a good look. No. It's really, it's barely acceptable whilst at a sporting event. (laughs) But just in everyday life, like, let's step it up. Yeah. And so if you are a man listening to this and you feel like, yeah, my style is probably not the best of the best, that's okay. I can help you. Yeah. Go to my Instagram and go to my reels. And there's, like, the most recent reel on there is outfit inspo for men. You're so welcome. Doing God's work. Literally. Like, it's it's just not... It. I think it's difficult for men because they just don't know. Like, a lot of men don't think in, like, a... Well, I guess maybe that's not just men. I think a lot of people in general just don't care, really, yeah. about what they wear. And... They just kind of follow, like, what everyone else is doing. And when everyone else is wearing fucking hockey's, hockey's, hockey jersey, mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, I'm just going to do that too. And a lot of people here, I feel like, are very outdoorsy. And they just wear, like, shit that they can get dirty. And I'm like, let's let's step, step it up. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. I think... Like, personally for me, I feel like I never really learned or was taught, like, how to dress for my body type. Mm. And, I mean, that changes over time, too, especially. Yeah. But, and, like, I hate shopping. I hate trying on clothes. I just get, like, hot and bothered Mm. and nothing ever fits right. Yeah. So I've never taken the time also to just, like, explore with fashion, I feel like. Yeah. And really figure out, like, my style. Mm Mm-hmm. Because my closet's hurting. My closet's also hurting, but that's just because I don't have any money right now. (laughs) But, like, I would say in the past, and, like, generally speaking, I kind of know my style or I have Mm -hmm. a sense of style. Oh, for sure. I definitely have helped friends or family in the past, like, go shopping and figuring all that stuff out for them. And I love doing that. Like, I feel like that's something that I could be really good at as like being a stylist or a Mm -hmm. personal shopper or something. Um, and like my, one of my ex-boyfriends, horrible style. And I was like, let me help you. And then the way he, his hotness just elevated Mm -hmm. after simply just fixing his wardrobe. Oh yeah. Insane. A good outfit can take a six to a nine. Easily. Easily. And then my last ex-boyfriend, like, he was very offended that I was trying to style him because he didn't think he had bad style. And he didn't, but he just had, like, very, like, I'm not trying style, which is fine. But, like, that's, for me, that's, like, a love language. I love styling people. Mm -hmm. And if you are in my life and I try to do that for you, that's, like, a huge compliment. Okay. (laughs) If it ever happens, I'll try to remember that and take it as a compliment. (laughs) Okay, let's get into this week's hump day. Let's. By the way, um, if you're new, 
hump day is something that I do. I try to do every week on my Instagram. So every Wednesday I do, I have like a different topic. On her stories. On my stories every Wednesday. And I'll put out a few questions and polls for my followers to take. And then we discuss the results on the podcast each week. So that's what we're about to do. And this week's theme is green flags and men, which I just want to let you guys know right now, it's a little painful for me to talk about good things about men. (laughs) We were talking on the way home last night and I was like, I can't believe we have to sit and chat about green flags and 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 men? men? Question mark? M-E-N? The men? It's it's a little weird. A little alarming. Not gonna lie. (laughs) So the very first question I asked was a submission question. So what are your personal green flags in men? Let's see what the people had to say. Whoa. Oh, my Lanta. Okay, there's a lot. Um, kind and thorough communication slash plans shit. Love. Very green flags. Mm-hmm. Good banter speaks highly of his female relatives and friends. That's a good green flag. Uh-huh. I think um, I saw a post and it was like, you're not a feminist if you only care and support like your mom and your sister. Like that's not true feminism or people that you find attractive. attractive. Yeah. Yeah. Like it doesn't stop there. It's inclusive of everybody, babe. Right. Um, Affectionate, selfless, giving. Likes his mom, says things like, wow, she's really smart about women. Mm -hmm. Listens, works out. (laughs) Um, nice to wait staff, more than one credit card, because I can't be the only one in debt. (laughs) (laughs) LOL. Is comfortable talking about their feelings. That's definitely a big one. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. I think especially if you're with a man that can name multiple different feelings instead of Mm. like, oh, I'm happy or oh, I'm sad or mad. It's like they only know three. And it's like, well, you could be frustrated Mm -hmm. or like disappointed or content yeah like there's a multitude of feelings out there yeah like get a thesaurus out let's just study a couple okay (laughs) i remember in third grade when yep (laughs) something happened to me and i had to go to this like special therapy class in school and we had this like mr frog chart on the wall and it had all of the different feelings and like i think men should go to a mr frog's feelings class it shouldn't have just been me absolutely because i was pissed i knew i I didn't need to be there i knew what feeling i I was feeling (laughs) you're tick the fuck off yeah i was focus ambition non-judgmental travels emotionally vulnerable has good relationship with his family genuinely likes other people so i mean these are all like what like personal things for different women or people who date men Mm -hmm. feel um so what we're saying is not necessarily what or what these people are saying is not necessarily like a reflection of yeah yeah of um the general public i guess but um isn't afraid to share how much they like you i think that ties into emotional vulnerability a little bit Mm -hmm. too he remembers small details from my life that's nice. I like that. Mm-hmm. Empathy, loyal as fuck, allergic to other women, <laughs> no felonies. 
Going back to the small details, I literally have a note on my phone of mm-hmm. for like all, and I have all my different friends on there, and I'll keep track of like what their Starbucks order is lately, or like what they'll get from like Mod or something mm-hmm. when we like order together, just so that I know that if I ever want to do something for them or surprise them, like I have it in my notes, so I don't yeah. have to ask. That's a really good idea. Yeah, I had that for my one of my ex partners. Mm-hmm. But I haven't done it for my friends, so yeah, I should probably get on that. Bad friend. What's in that cup? <laughs> <laughs> I made that one at home, guys. Oh, okay. Um, I've got a few liking cats Ooh. as being a green flag. I love that. I I get that. Like mm-hmm. I I think liking animals in general is a good green flag. Mm-hmm. Cats is a slight problem for me just because I'm allergic to them and they scare the shit out of me. I was gonna say, and you hate them. But I feel like I'm getting a little bit more comfortable. You are, which is good. Yeah, that's good. I think the good, the green flag in liking cats is that you have to really work to like to have a cat like you a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. Whereas dogs just like have blind loyalty to mm-hmm. everyone. They're yeah. extra loyal to their owner usually. But cats, like you gotta be patient. You gotta be thoughtful. You gotta be kind. You gotta wait for them to come to you on their terms. So wow. it shows like you're you're dedicated to the cause. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Um, green flags. If they can cook, if they're dependable, show up when they say they will, text you back, commit to a plan. If they have a stable job and are financially responsible. I think also like with the job thing, it doesn't really matter, like, what job you have mm-hmm. as long as you are able to hold down a job and able to be responsible with the money that you make Absolutely. from it. Absolutely. Um, strong communication, being open-minded, confidence. If they ask you questions, like, who is the most important person in your life? Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. If they ask you deeper than surface questions, do you have anything to add to that? I think... Like, a good core group of friends is a green flag. Mm -hmm. I think having really long-term friendships is a green flag. Like, if you have friends that you've known since middle school, high school, college that you're still really tight with. um, I think having a good work-life balance is a good green flag. Mm -hmm. Um, Making sure that you maintain the relationships that are important to you. Definitely family-oriented is a big one for me. Yeah. Um, Being supportive... Like asking how people can help me is a lot is a good thing for I because I never ask for help. Mm-hmm. So if someone just like what can ask me mm-hmm. or just notices what like the places that I sometimes miss where they can help pick up the slack. Like I fucking hate taking the trash and recycling mm-hmm. out. I hate it. Yeah. In my apartment right now, there's a, there's a recycle buildup. <laughs> Shocking. I know. <laughs> Because that was always my ex's chore. And so it's like... Yeah, that's not a fun one. No. But he just knew that that was his thing, that I was... I got everything else. You just have to do that. And that's a great deal. That is a great deal. <laughs> okay. Um, the next question is, which green flag is so green that it negates a red flag? So there are four options to choose from. said if they're over six foot, 15% said if they're rich as fuck, 16% said if they have a big schlong slash are great at sex, 
And 59% said if they're hella fucking loyal. Mm. Which I think that makes sense. That it's, yeah. That was the 59%. Yeah. Because even if... It's just, like, hard to find people that are loyal these mm-hmm. days. So, like, if that's truly something that your man can offer, mm-hmm. that's a big green flag. Then it might negate, you know, being... Sometimes bad at communication. Yeah. 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 Or doesn't always know how to express his feelings. But as long as he's, like, loyal to, like, through and through. Absolutely. That was kind of a hard one for us to find, like, answers to put in. Because, Mm -hmm. like, it depends on the severity of the red flag to negate with a green flag. Yeah. And a lot of people that, like, just, like, friends and stuff and just from talking to other girls... I feel like a lot of people will be like, oh, you know, he's, he never texts me back or he's shit at this or that, but like the sex is so good. Mm-hmm. So like they just overlook that other thing. Yeah. Or like he's so tall. So like it doesn't matter because like I'd rather be with a tall guy than a short guy, which is like. So sad. Come on, you guys. Yeah. That's really embarrassing for we you. We love our short kings. I love a short king. Um, And then I had a option for someone to write in their own green flag that negates no their red flag that negates a green no sorry green flag that negates a red flag thank you ding 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 someone said if they have a buzz cut and big dick uh wildly honest openness slash tell me your secrets and then a bunch of just all the above the next question what's a green flag in men that has potential to become a red flag and why so 35 percent of people said loves his mom and obviously loving your mom is great yeah but it does have potential to sneak over into the red flag realm because being a mama's boy, mm-hmm. not cute. No. If you and your mom have, like, such a close relationship to the point where she gets, like, territorial mm-hmm. over you having a girlfriend, mm-hmm. that's also not cute. No. And, like, you will – if that's the kind of relationship you have with your mom as a, as her son, it's going to be really hard for your future girlfriend, partner, wife, whatever, mm-hmm. to ever feel like she's – above your mom or like yeah you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and like of course you don't want to say like my wife's above my mom or whatever but like there's always this weird competition yeah and like tension between your mom and your female partner yeah and it's just like that's weird Mm -hmm. like your son has to grow grow up and leave the nest babe yeah your son can't be sucking on your titties for your whole life yeah, if someone's sucking your your son's dick, he cannot still be suckling from your teats. No. It's time to move on. It's definitely time to move on. <laughs> that is a threesome you do not want Um, The next green flag that has potential to be a red flag was being protective. 49% mm-hmm. of people said protective. I think that one's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Because it can really fold over into becoming too protective and overbearing and mm-hmm. controlling controlling and definitely and, yeah. yeah um a great career was another one four percent of people said that because i think if you become a workaholic and mm-hmm. you're just never around or you're traveling a lot mm-hmm. like i've always heard of people that have partners that are traveling and then like 
they end up cheating on them too so yeah i was gonna say the temptation also grows as the success grows yeah and then 12 percent said large friend group so you mentioned earlier that oh having a friend group mm-hmm. is a green flag for mm-hmm. sure um but if you do have a large friend group it can sometimes be a case of like you never want to miss out on anything Mm -hmm. so you're constantly doing things with your friends and Mm -hmm. then a little bit neglecting your partnership yeah or if you make plans to go do something with your partner and they're like okay like I'm gonna I invited all my friends yeah like well this was more just supposed to be an us thing not right and everyone the whole group yeah yeah and then I had a option for people to type in their own answer so someone said needy being needy is like a green flag at first, but then can definitely become a red flag. I, mm-hmm. I get that. There were a lot of comments on being a mama's boy. Someone said, if you're too close with your mom, it could mean that you also expect me to be your mother. Like you just, you can't do anything for yourself because your mom's always done things for you. So when you get into a relationship, you're expecting your partner to act like your mom. And like, that's, that's not cute. Mm-mm. If I'm sleeping with you and your mom's your bestie, then I'm also sleeping with your mom. And that's weird. (laughs) Mama's boys are literal hell. And his mom will be even worse. Oh, boy. Loves his mom sounds crazy, but that can be a fine line if the umbilical cord is attached. Oh, my goodness. Absolute. Someone said Orson from Desperate Housewives. I don't know what that means. He was foul. Was he a mama's boy? Um, I think so. But he was also just really controlling and, like, really jealous and crazy. Okay. So. He, like, came across, like, super great and put together and successful and nice Mm -hmm. at first. And then it just went sound hell, baby. Yikes. Um... The next one, have you ever dated a man whose green flag turned into a red flag over time? If yes, what was it? 64% said, bitch, yes, duh. 2% said, no, my life is perfect. 35% said, I don't know. So what was it? Let's find out. Someone said they were so caring and protective that it turned into being controlling and overbearing. Someone said being so loyal that they don't hang out with anyone other than me. Mm. Yeah. Um, just being over-obsessive over you. Likes art turned into being he was a pretentious snob. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> totally. He wanted a big family for kids and used the fact I was unsure about wanting kids to break it off. I kind of can understand that. I 100% understand that. Yeah. I think that he was in the right to do that. Yeah. Because he shouldn't have to wait for you to be sure. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't have to change your mind and your life to fit his wants. You yeah. guys should both be on the same page. As something as serious as kids, like For sure. there's not a whole lot of wiggle room there. Yeah. And I think it's too bad that it was like mm-hmm. so far into your guys' relationship when you figured that out. Yeah. I think that's definitely a conversation that needs to happen in the very beginning. Like first or second date, honestly. Yeah. Just honestly. bring it up. Yeah. Because you, you don't want to pursue someone that you're not on the same page with yeah on like a long term 100% and it's not saying like oh my god let's have kids tomorrow no like one day could you see yourself having kids yes or no yeah protective turned into thinking I was constantly cheating on him whenever I wasn't around him was he cheating probably love to know 
Actually, I know this girl. I like. I'm pretty sure if I know who she's talking about, he definitely was. Okay. <laughs> um, he always wanted everything to be perfectly planned. It was practical at first, but then became annoying. Mm. He was a mama's boy. She didn't like me, so we fought constantly over her. Mm. I thankfully have never been in a competition with your well, partner's mom. It was like a shorter word, oh. just a single word. I've never been, um, not like exposed, but (laughs) forced to be under those conditions. Yeah. Susceptible. Is that a good one? That's beautiful. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't either. All of my partner's moms either just like didn't know about me (laughs) (laughs) or they liked me. Yeah. I mean, all of my exes have a have had good relationships with their moms, but they, like, had good yeah. boundaries. Yeah, for sure. So this girl says, he was introverted and easygoing, but then it became, well, she just said introverted, easygoing, homebody. I'm guessing that that mm-hmm. me- means, like, they just never wanted to go out and do anything. Yeah. That was my ex um, from England. He was super introverted, and, like, I liked that a lot because I'm not super outgoing. Mm-hmm. But then I think I realized I need someone who's more outgoing than me to, like, force, to, like, force me to go out and do yeah. things. Because, like, I was, we, like, didn't do anything. And it got really boring mm-hmm. after a while. I think it's hard to get back into that kind of lifestyle, too, after COVID. Yeah. Of, like, even if you were introverted beforehand and then COVID happened and you're forced to be even more introverted, mm-hmm. it's hard to then get back out there once you've been used to your level of safety and security. Yeah, for sure. I remember we went to a party together, and I was, like, so jazzed to, like, finally be at a party. I'd been living with him for four or five months at this point, and, like, finally met his friends and, like, Mm -hmm. went to a party, and he was like, I want to go. And, like, he didn't even drink, and I was like, sir, I'm plastered right now. I'm buzzing, mate. She said, he had his shit together, good job, attentive, quote-unquote normal, but then come to find out, he had a girlfriend that he lived with. Hmm. That'll do it. Yeah. Someone else said he was confident enough to not get jealous, but eventually it seemed like he just didn't care. Mm. Everyone gets jealous sometimes. It's all about how you react to that jealousy is what really matters and counts. Yeah, for sure. And, like, jealousy isn't inherently a bad thing. It's just the level in which you get to. And the reasons for your jealousy. Like, if your partner's crossing boundaries, Mm -hmm. that's not good. But, like, if they're just talking to somebody and you're freaking out, like, you should probably maybe go to therapy. Probably. (laughs) Maybe. You definitely should. Everyone should go to therapy. Cross the board. So the next one is, have you ever dated a man whose red flag actually turned into a green flag, a.k.a. your I can fix him worked out for you? 43% said, don't think that's even possible. 34% said, no. 13% said, hell yeah. I'm a real fixer-upper. Nine percent said yes, but it became a red flag again down the line. Mm. Let's see, what was it? What was it? Poor communication turned into meeting communica- meeting communication expectations. Okay, so originally this person had bad poor communication skills, mm-hmm. and then over time, their partner helped them become better better at. at Meeting the communication standards or expectations that have been set. Good. Yeah, that's great. Communication, and I got him to go to therapy. Oh (gasps) my god. Wow, snaps. (laughs) 
Can you do a tutorial on that yeah, for us? Yeah, can you teach a class? <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Like a master's class. For real. Someone said, a guy at uni, very non-functional, non-committed, helped, I helped him with habit building, and he works in D.C. now. Wow. I love that. I feel blood is coming out. But I think it's fine. I have a pad on. Ew. What do you mean, ew? You don't use tampons? I do, but it's not enough for me to use a tampon right now. Oh. Have you ever tried a Diva Cup? Yes. It was so uncomfortable. Oh, I've never tried one. I don't know how I feel about the whole concept. I don't really... Like, I am fine with tampons. And if that means I kill the planet, so be it. I'm a free bleeder. Do you know what that is? Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got really actually? off top. No, got really I mean, off you topic. free blood last night, so I don't know. I wasn't aware that I was bleeding. Yes, you were. You literally told me in the car on the way home. Yeah, but like it wasn't. It was like barely any. Feels like you're coming up with excuses now. <laughs> Let me live my period life <laughs> how I want. I will. Okay. Someone said. <laughs> He was so jealous of everything. Now he can even imagine having a poly relationship. Wow. That is a real 180, sir. That is. That's crazy. Someone said cheating, LMAO. So I'm assuming that means that he cheated to begin with. Mm-hmm. Or maybe in a past relationship he had cheated. Mm-hmm. And then... Cheated with you. Yeah. So perpetuating that awesome behavior Mm -hmm. that's all we had yeah that was a short and sweet one this week do you have any like examples of that happening in past relations for you where like a a red flag become became a green flag and then maybe went back to a red flag or have you ever fixed someone something i try to fix everyone well yeah i'm a born and bled true fixer-upper yeah send me a worst case scenario like pound dog ready for euthanasia and i will try my hardest and be so obsessed with that creature and think that it's love it's love it's true love yeah i i've definitely been the fixer upper type with like dressing people (laughs) i've already mentioned that in the beginning of this episode Mm but um and you know like the most annoying thing about that is is like so my German ex, mm-hmm. horrible style, and then I came in and helped him out, and, like, he looked great. And then, like, throughout our relationship, his style just got better and better. And then we broke up, and now he's just, like, this stylish fucking dude. Mm. And now the next person gets to just come in and be, like... Benefit off of all your hard work. Literally. That's so rude. Sometimes I am like, you know what? I'm just going to leave you the way that you are because the next person doesn't get my credit, okay? <sighs> You're just doing charity work out here. <laughs> Tax um, right off. For real. I definitely give people, like, a lot of chances. Mm-hmm. And I will say, like, if I do see a red flag, like, I will be most, most likely I'll be upfront about it, like, this is a red flag that I'm seeing from you and like, I like you. So I want this to work out. So can you fix that? Mm -hmm. Or like, I don't know, like sleeping bag boy, for example, Mm -hmm. I was like, you need to cool it on the drinking, Mm -hmm. but he was a full alcoholic. So Mm -hmm. that wasn't really, that didn't really work out for me. 
yeah, my high school boyfriend uh, smoked a lot of weed, mm-hmm. and I've always, like, come second best, it felt like, to it, mm-hmm. and I set so many boundaries of, like, okay, no more, or, like, we you really have to cut back, like, I need you to be serious about this if you're serious about us, Yeah. and every time he'd be like, yeah, 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 of course, of course, like, yes, yes, never happened. Good. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely a fixer-upper type, but... Mm-hmm. It normally doesn't work out for me. No. My parents will, like, always joke that, like, if I, (laughs) like, for example, we were, when my dad and I would go to the gym together, we would always drive past, like, the homeless camp tents, Mm -hmm. and my dad would be like, oh, no. Do you want me to, do you want want me to stop? Do you want to go find someone in there today? (laughs) Fix them up? Well, you did date a man that was sleeping in a sleeping bag, so you're comfortable with that kind of lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. And, like, when we were looking, I was showing my dad at an apartment that I found for us that was really nice. And he was like, there's nothing to, like, fix in there, though. Like, are you sure Are you sure you want to oh, go Rick. for that one? Well, that's – we're changing our ways. Yeah. We're buying built, finished, mm-hmm. ready-to-move-in mm-hmm. models, okay? Nothing less. Yeah. If you haven't done – the work to be the best version of you, I'm not interested. Like a, I'm tempted. a decent human being and I'm partner. I'm very tempted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm not interested. <laughs> I'll have the craziest dream this week, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stop. That is not appropriate for on the air. I haven't had sex since November. I'm so sorry. I'm not okay. Anyways. um, (laughs) On that note. Do you have anything else you want to add or say this week? I feel like we had a very short hump day. Mm -hmm. So it's made for a short episode, but maybe that's good. Mm -hmm. Just as a note, since this episode is like pointed at men and it's coming from two women with the caveat that like every response that we got isn't every single woman's experience with men or men's experience with dating men. And we also know that women have a lot of green and red flags and exhibit a lot of behavior that's really hurtful and harmful to men and women, depending on their sexuality or how Mm -hmm. they identify across the board. So this is not us sitting here on our ivory tower saying how perfect and amazing we are or all women are. And how shit men are, but just... Yeah. It's a broad spectrum of experiences across the people that answer Elle's hump day. So not even, you know, a super, super large group of people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just don't want anyone to feel like what we're saying is, like, targeting men in, like, a negative light Mm -hmm. at all. Like, actually, on the contrary, like, I want men to be able to listen to this... And find it helpful and useful mm-hmm. and to maybe, like, take a good look at themselves in the mirror and just be like, oh, shit, like, I do that. Like, mm-hmm. maybe I should not do that or maybe I should, like, adjust the way that I do something or the way that I view something. Yeah, I think if you're a male and you listen to this and you hear one of the points that we make and it makes you feel uncomfortable or question the way that you've been behaving or acting and you have a partner – 
go talk to your partner about how that action maybe is making them feeling and Mm -hmm. get their feedback on it. Don't listen to us as the outright end-all be-all for how you should act in a relationship. For sure, for sure. Because we are not every single woman, and your relationship is going to be your own private relationship. We're not involved in that. And maybe if you're single, think about the way that you approach dating and approach women, and Mm -hmm. hopefully this podcast will open up your comfortability with just being open with communication and talking to whoever you are trying to date um, about their expectations and boundaries and feelings. Yeah, 100%. If anyone has any tech experience with setting up microphones or podcasting equipment, specifically, specifically on a MacBook... Literally, I don't know how much time I spent this week trying to figure this out, but it has to be like 10 hours Mm -hmm. that I've tried figuring out how to set up two microphones. We've had two microphones since the very first episode, but we've only been able to get one to work. Mm -hmm. So every single episode that you listen to, we're sharing one microphone, Yeah, which is less than ideal. No. It's not you know, the worst thing in the world, but we have two microphones. Yeah. We would love to utilize both of them. Yeah. The other one's just decor, a fancy paperweight at this point. Yeah. So if anyone can help us on that, we would genuinely be so grateful. Mm-hmm. Please, please let us know. Yes. We're going to end this episode with a little quote mm-hmm. um, about trusting your gut. Love. And... Here it is. Trust your gut. Wow, short and sweet. No, this it's, week, not, eh? it's not done. <laughs> Trust your gut. Your gut feelings are usually accurate and correct. If you truly feel there's something, chances are there is. So I think that ties in nicely with red flags. Mm-hmm. I know for me, there have been times where I've had a gut feeling about something and like, truly deep down in my core, I've known this is not it. Yeah. There's something fishy here. Yeah. I should not continue with this. But my heart was tied in or my mind was convinced otherwise. And mm-hmm. so I just continued on in something that I shouldn't have. Yeah. And eventually it broke down to the point where I was like, I could have saved myself so much heartache mm-hmm. and overthinking if I had originally just listened to my gut. Mm-hmm. And I think the older that we get, the more in tune we are mm-hmm. and so therefore the louder that feeling is mm-hmm. um but it is hard to not only acknowledge it but to accept it mm-hmm. you know yeah and as women we just naturally are way more in tune with our body and what's going on inside of it so women especially like trust your intuition because it does not lie Mm-mm. And um, another thing I found really interesting uh, is, like, if you get butterflies with somebody, like, Mm -hmm. that's not the right person. Mm -hmm. Because that's your body's natural reaction to nervousness and uneasy. And the person that you are supposed to be with should make you feel calm and at ease. Absolutely. Absolutely. That was, like, when I was dating... (laughs) I had, like, the grossest, like, butterfly feeling. Mm -hmm. And, like, I used to... feel that as like excitement Mm -hmm. but like now I know that that's Mm -hmm. it shouldn't be called butterflies it should be called moths oh gross but you know yeah 
Um, and yeah, you, that's just how you know it's not. It's not it's the not right it, fit, babes. Yeah, it's not it. That's not it. All right. Well, I know this has been a shorter episode, um, but maybe that's better for everyone. <laughs> everyone listening. Um, we're gonna do green flags and women next week so stay tuned for that Mm -hmm. if you want to participate in next week's hump day series head over to my instagram it's underscore e l l e o h e l l e (laughs) (laughs) underscore which basically is just lol but it's spelled out um that username will be in the description of each episode as long as as well as Lowe's Instagram handle and the Bow Riot Instagram handle. So make sure to go follow us and check my Instagram stories on Wednesdays. Please follow us and rate us five stars wherever you're listening. Every rate that's higher than a four <laughs> and every follow and subscribe and whatever it is that you're doing from whatever platform you're listening from really really helps us and helps us get noticed so if you could please leave us a little review and a little follow yes please that would be grand all right guys have a great week bye bye